should we quick introduce our characters by name and occupation? Um, sure. <laughs> I guess we can do that. Um, okay, hold on. Uh, what are we doing? Because we've got, we've got, we still have to. Um, we haven't been able to finish. Uh, we're in the middle of uh, Sailors of the Starless Sea. Yep. Bit raw, but we can't finish that because we got rudely interrupted on that. And mm -hmm. then uh, Jenny's out tonight, so we can't play Blades. So mm -hmm. instead, tonight we are playing Carnival of the Damned for Dungeon Crawl Classics. Which Carnival that's right. All you think, all you thankless role players, uh, listeners out there, <laughs> we're doing another one, and Our this fans. time it's got Brent. Yeah, and this time I don't. Also, Rob, I don't think we're going to get through the whole thing. But of course. Oh, really? Hopefully, okay. you'll all play really poorly, and you'll just all die. And yeah. that will that, that will that will work out fabulously. But the otherwise, thing is, I'm going to draft Damon and say that he, at some point, has to come up with an, some kind of adventure in whatever system he wants that somehow brings together everything we've played. <laughs> the, uh, all the Dungeon Crawl Classics, Monsters of the Week, Cthulhu's in all eras. I think that's going to be the, the thing that's going to be ridiculous about this. Rob, is that we're we're going to have two. Um, we're going to have two DCC funnel games up in the air. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so essentially, uh, what you're what you're su suggesting is a crisis on uh, thankless on roles, <laughs> yes. on infinite thankless roles. Yes. So, so apologies in advance, but hey, okay, here we go. So, yeah. So, why don't you introduce your uh, your 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 cast of marvelous characters? We can start with Rob. Okay, okay, so I used Chaotic Shiny to generate random names to go along with the random characters. So we have Jeunesse, the Halfling Vagrant. Flat, the Halfling Haberdasher. Benkax, the Minstrel. <laughs> Keeksay, I don't know how you pronounce that one, the Animal Trainer. Shake, the Dwarven Miner. And Kiv, the Rope Maker. And wow. I just generated six names and stuck with them, just like the characters. They got kind of... They got kind of slightly more disappointing as you went yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you came out you came out strong that's wrong but yeah no, what I, was the bard's name again that felt bard, perfect the bard is benkax the minstrel oh, i hope benkax makes it through <laughs> me too me too he's got a stamina of 16 so he's got a shot yikes oh, fuck. And nothing else he could sing a long ass time and play his ukulele Boy, stacked okay then let's uh go to brent okay so I uh, I gener generated my characters off of the purple purple dungeon. Was that uh, purple, what you purple sorcerer. sorcerer? That's what I did too. Purple yeah. sorcerer. Yeah, uh, sorcerer. they got they got that there. I just I looked at it. I'm going. Hey, hey, don't tell anyone. I didn't read any of the books, but I feel <laughs> like I can kind of figure this out as it go along. But anyway, yeah. So I just pressed enter twice, and then I got these these six idiots. Uh, yep. So I got Iggy, who's a gong farmer, which I looked up afterward, is indeed the poop smith, yep. uh, as Cam pointed out. Got Lemmy, the dwarven chest maker. I've got Hal, the indentured servant, who has like a plus two to attack for some reason. <laughs> oh, by the way, are lucky signs a thing that I should have included? These seem great. Oh, yeah, you can include them. But the thing is, if your luck, if your luck modifier is zero, you just have no luck. Mm -hmm. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, the good news is that Lemmy is apparently very lucky. But anyway, Hal, he's an indentured servant. Um, we've also got Marissa, the halfling chicken butcher. Uh, we've got Elfman, <laughs> the human hunter. 
Wait, she butchers halfling chickens? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> she is a halfling now? who is uh, always carrying at least five pounds of chicken meat <laughs> upon her person. And apparently her luck is uh, spell damage. Anyway, so she's already got, she's always got chicken somewhere. I've got Elfman the hunter and I've got Fred the mendicant. And I named him Fred because he has some cheese dip just on his person. And that feels like a scotty. That feels very Wisconsin to me. And just Fred felt like a Wisconsin name. I don't know. Cam, what do you think is a good Wisconsin name? Cam. Well, <laughs> do you want me to name him Cam? Do you want sure. this thing? Do you want? Do you, That's okay, going to be confusing. No, it's going to be Cam right? the Mendicant. <laughs> Art imitates life. Oh, are we going? And now are we, is that Brent complete? That is Brent complete. All right, let's go on to Cam. That is team Brent complete. You know me. I have one who is an armorer, <laughs> two who is unemployed, three who is a halfling vagrant, four who is a halfling dyer, five who is a hunter, and six who is a cheesemaker. Wow, you went pretty I'm crazy. I'm a halfling, not a there. number. Right. <laughs> Wow, well, I that's... mean, if they, if any of them, ever, if one of them makes it to the next session, then <laughs> they get just have name. one character with. Well, no, they'll just keep the number. But at that point, it'll be unique. You uh. know, there, you know, you you know, there won't be a next session. <laughs> Which is why I named them one, two, three, but four, five, six. You know, six. though, at some point, we're going to complete these funnels, and we're going to have at least some first level characters out there oh, that yeah. we can use oh, for yeah. a first level yeah. game. Oh yeah. Jenny's that already keep... got Jenny's got oh, yeah, two. Jenny's got two somehow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We somehow we just keep by running away, through. I think. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's okay. do it. Shall we begin? Uh, yes. Yeah. It's the dead of night, and all hell has broken loose in your quiet village. You jump up from a peaceful slumber as cries for help ring out in all corners of the hamlet. What could have happened to spoil the end of a perfect day? Hours before, you had experienced a thrilling afternoon with family and friends at a traveling carnival set up in the valley below the village green. Everyone had enjoyed a rare but well-deserved day of games and excitement, a far cry from the usual routine of back-breaking farm labor. The day had been magical in every way. Every child won a prize, and every adult walked away with memories that would warm them through many cold winter nights. Mm. But now, to your horror, you learn that every child in the village has vanished. What witchery could fashion such a mass exodus? Your only clues are tiny footprints in the soft ground and trails of discarded wax paper treat wrappers, all leading back towards the village green and the traveling carnival. With pitchforks in hand and your lucky hen tucked under your arm, you join a band of the bravest folk in the hamlet to make your way back to the carnival in search of answers. And if the gods will it, to win the safe return of the missing children. I have a legitimate question. Are you suggesting that each of us starts with one chicken? No. Marissa is incredibly <laughs> interested in that information. No, if you if she didn't if she didn't roll up a chicken, you're just SOL chicken wise. Okay. Yeah. Um I believe Jenny had a goose in our last game. Oh. Which which she squandered. <gasps> First rule of DCC is never squander your livestock. Never squander. Okay. Your goose. Never squander your goose. <clears throat> okay. 
You find yourself looking down into the moonlit valley that hosts the carnival. Thick fog clouds the entire area, shrouding the carnival in a hazy veil. The dim glow of garishly colored lights break through the mists here and there, shaping a vast oval. It's almost as if your mind is playing tricks on you. You don't remember the carnival being nearly so large by light of day. Making your way down to the entrance, you discover that what you had mistaken for fog is something else entirely. The floating mists are sickly pink, coursing about unnaturally in an almost sentient fashion, like a curious serpent. They pour over the wood and canvas walls, shrouding much of the entranceway in a pink haze. Your exposed flesh tingles as the cool mist closes in to coil around you. The air smells faintly of candy. Two jesters carved into tall standing poles mark either side of the entrance. By day, they looked innocent and comical, but under the light of the moon, they have taken on a sinister aspect. What do you do? By the way, this would be this is a very good Halloween episode. Yeah. I'm just going to throw that out there. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. <laughs> You're never going to give me a chance for a Nemerson Lake and Palmer reference without me taking it. Uh, I'm glad you explained it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I know we all got it, and, and listeners, if any, would too. So this is as. From remembering back earlier in the day, this is the only entrance, or uh, were there yes. other ways in? No, this is the only entrance. Hmm. Well, then we have little choice, Venkak says in his dulcimer tones. We must go through the entrance. I'm gonna. We're gonna e- act each character oh. out differently, right? Like right. Can be distinct <laughs> personalities. Each so one. I, in, I insist on it. I want to hear Please. eighteen distinct personalities. <laughs> These uh, sinister statues are freestanding. They're mounted to like wooden poles. Okay. So it's it's two carved jesters on these tall standing wooden poles. You know what? I think Iggy is so pissed about this happening that he's just gonna he's gonna take his trowel and he's gonna go up to these jesters on these poles and he's gonna try to knock them over. Because fuck this place. This place sucks. I hate this place. Two will help. Okay, as as you. <laughs> As you as you approach the uh, the jester carvings, um, their eyes seem to follow you Ooh. wherever you move. So you're just going to a- attack these. Uh... Try to push them over. Yeah, try to push them over. Just like how many drunken football fans does it take to tip over a car? Okay, are you are you both trying to push over one, or are you taking one? Yeah, each? same one. Okay, same one. It's the okay. one on the right. Fuck that. Yeah, one. Of course. Of course it is. Okay. Um, okay, you both push it and push it, and it comes free of its moorings and just goes crashing to the dirt. Great. I'm going to go push over the other one. Yeah, I'm going to join too. Okay. And uh, as you're pushing over the other one, you can see through the entranceway and through the pink mists, you can see a tall rectangular object mm-hmm. that's about 15 feet tall. Let's push that over. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta, you've got to go in first. So you push, you push over the other, uh, the other gesture pole, and it just goes, it just goes crashing into the ground. Let's see. I think that if Iggy and Two have run off to go like push things over, I think that uh, I almost feel like Cam would have been in all, on that as well. Let me just um, hold on. Iggy and Two kill Iggy and Two. <laughs> 
Sorry, go go ahead. Yeah, I think Cam would have joined them. I mean, I'm going to play the character, right? Okay, so does Iggy, Cam, and Two are doing this? Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay, so now you're you're going through the entrance. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Taking a deep breath, you gather your courage and step through the entrance. The mists begin to part as if to welcome you to the night's festivities. The large silhouette in front of you slowly comes into focus, and you find yourself staring up at an enormous statue, surrounded by a circular pool. A jester with a skull for a face leers down on you, its mouth open in mid-laugh. The figure sports delicately carved ornate armor covered in arcane symbols. The jester's arms extend towards you, skulls resting in each outstretched palm. A dark and viscous liquid Fout from each skull's mouth to arc down into the pool. A metal plaque embedded in the base of the statue is carved with rough characters. Like longshoremen? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, different, different kinds of rough characters. Hell's Angels? I... <laughs> what, what, what do the rough characters say? Yeah, Ben Cax will get as close as he can without getting wet to see if he can make out. I, he's the minstrel. I think he's the most likely of mine to be literate uh, to try to see if he can make out these symbols. Okay, can you give me um, a will save? <laughs> oh boy. I don't know. If I'm trying to discover something, I should be rolling, rolling intelligence. Uh, will save. That's going to be straight up d20. <laughs> that would be a one, my friends. That would be a mm. one for the will save for Ben Cash. Oh, so the one character I liked that Rob had? Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, the plaque reads... We like You roll low. You want to roll low in Dungeon Call Class. Oh, okay. Right? Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The plaque reads, In this land of madness, only the mad are sane. Okay. And, uh, Got a bad feeling about unfortunately, that. Unfortunately, your, um, your bard begins to feel the tickle of insanity Ooh. and um, begins to uh, laugh uncontrollably. <laughs> for, for the next two rounds, stop it. We'll just—it's implied. We'll just have it implied for now because that will be really I, annoying. I should keep laughing. I think Hal for keeps, thinking think they Hal, missed the joke, like just starts laughing too. Hal, uh, Hal tries to like comfort um, Benisax. Benisax. Benkax. Benkax. Benkax the Bard. Uh, back down into sanity. Minstrel. Okay. So anything else you want to do? Anything else you want to do around this statue? You want to examine it further or do anything else here? So there's there's a moat around the statue. How how deep and wide is the The pool basically surrounds the entire statue and it's probably um maybe fifteen feet in diameter. And it's okay. filled with this with this um with this black liquid yeah. and as you lean in closer you can see that there are severed human heads bobbing lazily in the dark liquid of the yeah. and a sanity um, roll no this is wrong game <laughs> yeah, <you're right. laughs> as you as you look closer you uh, recognize some of the heads in the pool as uh some of your uh, friends and neighbors from the village while mm -hmm. others are decayed specimens that likely have been bobbing here for years okay aren't you glad you looked I'm I'm not. I'm not keen on on crossing the pool to take a a closer look at the statue. Mm. Um, that armor oh. looks nice, though. 
Well, the armor is actually just carved into it. Oh, it's just carved. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was like actual armor draped on the statue. No, it's not. It's it's okay. it's just carved into the statue. Which one of your characters says that? Uh, how about Jin Janess, the halfling vagrant? That armor looks number nice. number one comes over uh, uh, the armorer and says, "You know, as an armorer, that's not <laughs> actually armor." That's Thank all. you. Thank uh, you, reply man. <laughs> reply guy. So, so, what are our exits out of this area? Well, there you go. There's a good question. Okay, behind you, you have the entrance through which you mm-hmm. came. And then basically right in front of you is this uh, statue of this uh, jester. And then behind there, behind this, you can see the shapes of several tents through the uh, mist you can see uh, a large tent to the left a smaller tent to the right and um, what looks like the shadow of a tilter wheel beyond these as well and then another even larger tent off to the northwest of you so you can you can see it's very difficult to see through the mist but um, or whatever this pink swirling mass of candy smelling stuff is, but um, there is a um, we shall say a tent to your left, tent to your right, tilt a wheel ahead, and, uh, fight, fight, and a, la- oh. <laughs> a large large tent kind of <laughs> to the northwest, which is for further than all three of those. Are there any obvious signs of like a bunch of kid footsteps going in any direction? No, because oh, yeah. the mist the mist kind of um obscures most of the uh okay. most of the ground. You can't really see you can't even so see your own see. feet. Okay. That answers the question. Uh small tent first? Yes. Tent sure. to the right. All right. Uh, so right. this is my f- guy in the front, so he'll he'll be among the lead sacrifices to the small tent. <laughs> handouts. There's gonna be Ooh. handouts. There's going to be handouts. Nice. I know you like. I know you like pictures. Oh, I love pictures. You know who loves our pictures the most are the folks that listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll describe them in great detail. Mm. There's like a thing kind of in the corner, <laughs> and but look at that in the middle though. Whoa! Listen, think of yourself as just listening to an audio book. Just fill in the details yourself. Yeah. Surely the rich tapestry that is my words shall paint the image for. <laughs> I mean, it usually works for me, but anyway. It's my words anyway, which Same. is why it's, why it's working. Okay. An ornate cabinet of wood and glass stands alone in the mist, seven feet tall and three feet wide. At first, you surmise a woman has been imprisoned within, mm-hmm. only to realize it is a beautiful statue. Her brightly painted features and dress remind you of the traveling folk that pass through the villages and farms from time to time. A large crystal ball glows faintly in front of her while a fanned-out set of tarot cards lies under her left hand. Oh, At knee height, a brass plate is etched with a crescent moon symbol. A similarly shaped slot is cut into the plate next to the etching. The phrase, Ask the Mistress of Fate, is painted in fine detail on a board near the top of the cabinet. The lovely statue seems to study you serenely, her perfect sculpted smile eliciting an unexpected calming effect over your nervous souls. So you said uh, there's a slot? Does it seem like a coin slot? Yes. Yes. It's a half moon-shaped 
coin slot. And right. as you approach, the automaton woman seems to activate and says, What brave souls stand before me? Hearts filled with courage and fear, eyes soon filled with tears. Come to one willed by the gods of a merry tune, providing coins of the moon to bring forth a boon. Answers given without guile to cut out this cancer vial. Hmm. That's kind of weird. I'm Janess, the halfling vagrant. And so wait, she said coins of the moon. Are, are there coins in here or just this slot? Uh, there's just the slot, but it looks like okay. it would take some kind of coin. Hmm. But she said something about coins of the moon. So like I could put yeah. a random ass copper in there. But I'm thinking maybe we try to find some kind of moon coins. Hal, who was listening in on, um, well, I'm sorry, your your halfling's name again. Nah, don't worry too much about it. Yeah, okay. God Almighty, it's these names. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I want some pathos on one of these at least, right? This hamburger is delicious. What's this hamburger's name? <laughs> <laughs> I named my. Brother. Listen, this is how I'm playing. <laughs> I, no, I, I want to know all of the names of all of your French fries. Yes, please. <laughs> this one's Barry. <laughs> this one's Michael. I Sorry, agree with your ahead. assessment. I agree with your assessment, Vanessa. I believe that uh, we should search the area. Mm-hmm. Perhaps this tent. So this cabinet's the only thing in this tent? Is that, yes, I hear that the, right? Yes, this, yeah, this small tent just kind of covers this so cabinet. That's, like that's the attraction in this cabinet. Yes. Is there like a is there a coin return slot? I'll if so, I'll put my finger in and see if there's a coin in it. Sure, you can stick your finger in there. Oh uh, yeah, Janess will absolutely stick his finger in the coin return slot. Yeah, you don't find anything. Okay. <laughs> but I didn't die. So I'm gonna count this as a win. Hal suggests perhaps the other tent. Does that work for, sure. for 17 other people? <laughs> <laughs> I say we put it to the vote. Walking through the carnival in the misty dark is a challenge. You soon realize you could easily become lost in the sea of tents and alleyways. Mm. A massive tent suddenly looms before you, a wooden sign hanging crookedly above its entrance. It depicts children at play in a large box filled with hundreds of colored orbs. Text above the artwork reads, The Wonder Pit. Dig for prizes of all different sizes. Lanterns with colored glass shed light on the entrance and interior, giving the attraction a rainbow hue. Ball pit. Okay. As you go inside, there is a large rectangular wooden construction standing roughly eight feet tall, and the sides stretch to the entire width of the tent. And there is a um, set of stairs leading upwards to the uh, top of the wall. Uh, I think Elfman goes up. Okay. The steps creak from the weight of your cautious steps as you climb. Reaching the top of the platform, you see thousands of fist-sized balls inside a rectangular pit, roughly 80 feet in length. They appear to be stitched leather, dyed in all the colors of the rainbow. Roughly four feet of the walls remain exposed above the balls, which fill the pit. The exposed walls are painted with more children at play. On the opposite side of the pit, you see a small hanging ladder reaching up to a platform with an exit flap just beyond. A dim golden glow breaks the surface at multiple spots amidst the mass of balls, leading you to believe something worthwhile may rest at the bottom. 
these glows can be seen approximately five feet in front of you at the midsection and about five feet towards the exit ladder. Ooh. What do you do? Maybe there's moon coins in there. Yeah, I think Elfman's going to go for it. Uh, you yeah, said that there was, uh, there was one that was five feet away from us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I want it. Don't okay. forget the buddy system. Janessa will go in with. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, wait so, a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Whoop. Kiv, the rope maker, says, Oh, I've got some rope. No, I won't do that accent. Um, so Kiv, the rope maker, has some rope and says, Oh, uh, you can have the rope uh, and lead it in. And so if you get into trouble, we can pull you out. Do you want to share a rope, Janess? Yes. All right. Yeah, Bruv. <laughs> Wait. That was Kiv. Listen, accents are a character choice, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Kiv uh, feeds the uh, end of the rope to the two of them so they can just hold on to it uh, as they go into the rope pit. Yeah. Or the ball pit, I mean. Okay. Ooh, he's not very strong, so he'll look for a... Uh, he's actually quite weak, so he'll ask for some strength per- stronger person, which I don't have, uh, to help in case they need to pull anybody out. one will join in. Let me in, uh, Hal. Yes. Okay, so you you drop down into the ball pit, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and about... Four feet in front of you, you can see like the first glow under the balls. Grow up. Come on. I, I'm trying, man, but you keep you throwing know, under you, the you balls know, at me. You know I can do way better than this. I know. Who's going ball diving? Oh, right, yeah. Janess is going in, holding the rope, and we're going to try to make our way to that uh, gentle glow. Okay. That was yeah, close to what was first, mentioned. Think, right? Okay. Okay. Sure. So, and then Janess will follow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So who's who's in front here? Uh, Elfman and Janice. Okay. okay, Elfman dives down onto the balls and uh, grasping around, you uh, find a, a small box. Oh. And you bring it to the surface again. And it's um, it's a box that's about maybe 10 inches long by, you know, six inches. And it's covered in... Glowing gold paint. Mm, Elfman opens it. Okay. It's in the box. Inside, Sorry. you find five jelly beans. Ooh. Each jelly bean heals... Um, oh, no. These five <laughs> jelly beans will heal one hit point. Whether they each heal one hit point or five... Five jelly beans that heal one hit point. Interpret that as you will. That's each, either... I would say each. So <laughs> each jelly bean... Heals one hit point. Ooh. Elfman kind of looks at Janelle and says, I take three, you take two. Sure, though maybe uh, we'll see who gets hurt first. But sure. Okay. Do you think there could be more treasure buried down there? Yeah, let's go. There are two more glowing um, areas. One at the midpoint of the ball pit and one towards the, the exit ladder. All right. You want to play out the rope and make our way over to the, ex- the other end? Oh, wait. Should yeah. we hand these things back out? <laughs> just, like, hand our first finds back to the team? Like the jelly beans? No, I mean, you'll be able to just pull their bodies up on the rope. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got we've got Elfman, Jeunesse. Who, yeah. else is in, who else is in the pit? Is number two in there, too? Sorry, it, he's, it's not two number two. It's rope. just two. Two is on the rope. 
Okay. Yeah. Is there, is anyone else Manning in there? the rope? Just Elfman and Jeunesse are actually in the pit, I believe. Oh, there's only two of them in the pit. Okay. Yeah, yeah I don't think Iggy was fast enough. Iggy can join. If... Nah, I think it's Elfman. <laughs> it's literally, I'm negotiating, okay, how many, um, how many men do I want to expend on this? <laughs> so what's the next uh, glowing light point? Um, so you're, no you're heading out to about the midway point here. Uh-huh. Oh, I hope an eight is good. <laughs> you know what? Fuck these kids. I just want moon coins. Yeah, moon coin. Moon coin. Moon coins. Moon coins. <laughs> what is um, Elfman's uh, AC? Elfman's AC is nine. Nine? Okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, it's fine. As Elfman approaches the uh, center of the pit, Mm-hmm. You feel something slither around your legs and oh, yeah? slap against them, as does mm. Jeunesse. Oh. And you get the distinct impression that you are not alone in here. Duh. Or as I should say, you suddenly realize you're not alone as rope-like appendages reach out blindly to snag your legs. And seems to have wakened a vile creature. Of course it has. Colored balls rise up, then fall away at the center of the pit as the twisted abomination is revealed. Towering above you is an enormous slug-like monstrosity, gazing at you with its lone, baleful eye as if lusting after a tasty snack. Below the cyclopean eye gapes a huge maw filled with rows of jagged teeth. A thick black tongue snakes out from the foul mouth, blindly searching for any remains of flesh that lie unclaimed. Wow. Ah. That's in a pit four feet deep? <laughs> no, no. It was four feet from the top of the pit to the top of the wall. Yeah, exactly. The pit so, was like eight uh, feet deep under that, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's... Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, pull us in. <laughs> roll for initiative. Fuck that. Run. Okay. So are we rolling the whole team or just the ones in the, like, for our crew or just the ones in the pit are rolling? Oh, yeah. Good question. My dudes are getting I mean, involved. Let's just do it for everybody. Okay. okay. So I, I, get the I kind of imagine that the rest of us are, like, standing at the top, right? Jesus Christ, Cam. Yep. Wow. Oh, shit. Okay. So I have a five for initiative. Uh, was that Cam had the one? Yep. The GM has a nine. Yep. Okay, uh, that's going to be a 20. You rolled a 20, okay. Yes, uh, I got 19 plus one for Marissa. For some reason, chicken butchers have great initiative. Yeah. Okay, uh, Brent's uh, crew goes first. Okay, so Elfman, he's is he wrapped up? Did I read that correctly, or is he still like, no, it just, able to get um, away? No, it just slid by him, but couldn't get a, couldn't get a grip. Okay, great. Uh, Elfman is going to try to retreat from the pit and climb his way back up the sides of the, the pit walls. Well, on the rope? Yes. So that means Jeunesse has to go with him? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Jess is all about going with. It, it sounds like, yeah, I think that if actions are kind of happening around the same time, yada, 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 mm-hmm. uh, we both have the intention of getting both those characters like up the rope. So along with that, I would say that Lemmy and Hal, who are manning the rope right now, are also like pulling on the rope to get 
uh, the folks that are in right now out. Agreed. We've got a trowel. We've got a hand axe. We've got a club. So I think the rest of my crew is going to scramble in discovering that uh, that there's a monster in the pit and try to pull on the rope as well. Like, I'm just going to commit everyone because that just seems like the right thing to do. Okay. That's it? That's it. Everybody's just hauling ass to get us out of there. That sounds like. Yeah. From, of his the, okay. why, why should we fight this thing? Like, is it going to attack us if we walk along the top of the pit? That's going to be easier to find out when we're not in a pit full of balls that are going to be hard to navigate. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, okay. That's five D20s uh, for monster <laughs> attacks. I assume that's not. Those are five separate attacks. Yep. <laughs> okay. 14, 14, 14, 12, 11. Okay. Good thing all my guys have plate mail. <laughs> Well, I, I'm just I'm just grateful that Rob brought in his level twelve uh, characters. Yes, we'll it's nice to know ball. that we have we literally have an adventuring party. Fireball. The uh, first tentacle lashes out, and um, what's the, why that did nothing? Oh yes, it did. Okay, yeah. I am rolling a one d six. Against your six characters. Oh, okay. How I would do them is I would number them left to right, top to bottom. So I would do one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. So for Does that example, make sense to you? Yeah. Iggy, Lemmy, Hal, yep. Marissa, yep. Elfman, Cam. I have an order in mind okay. here. Yeah. So if you could do make the same thing for all of your things. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, does your number two, does a 14 hit? Yes, most definitely. Okay. So, and who, which character is that? This is uh, Le- Lemmy, the Dwarven Chessmaker. Okay. No. Lemmy is a tentacle lashes out from the ball pit, oh, no. wrapping itself around Lemmy and oh, no. dragging him back into the pit. Okay. Number four, that's Kiekse, the animal trainer. The oh, by the way, By the way, who has a... Oh, yeah, it'll hit. Who, by the way, has a pony. It'll be up for grabs, I think, in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Coming for Cam. I'll be a four. So that's number three. Or character three. (laughs) Character three. Okay. And Because the order of the characters is four, two, six, three, one, five. I mean, you could say it hits the two that are already in the pit, too, if you didn't want to randomly determine. Yeah. Okay. And then for the fourth one. To be fair, I'm just going to roll a 1d3, and um, Brent is 1, Rob is 2, Cam is 3. Sorry, Cam. That's fine. That's Brent's problem anyway. It's not. And that's number 4, so that doesn't work. Although, hmm, I'm going to have to roll it again. Two tentacles at the same guy. Twice, yeah. Okay, that's fine. Left tentacle doesn't know what the right tentacle's doing. Which is my halfling vagrant. There can only be one halfling vagrant. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it at that. Right. In the interest of fairness, and Rob's team are up next. Okay. All right. So it's looking like it's gonna be hard to get out of here without a fight, unfortunately. Yep. And Lemmy, Lemmy and Kihei and number three are being dragged towards the Not gaping three. maw. Three. three, sorry. Who is number four in my rotation? Jesus Christ, <laughs> Cam. Names are important. Let's see. Okay, Shake, the Dwarven Miner, has two lanterns for some reason. 
And I'll assume he's lit one. He's going to try to throw a lit lantern into the one eye of this thing. Okay. Okay. So, oh shit. I'm going to guess that's an agility roll. Yes. Or, okay. Isn't it? Yes, so, it is. It, it would make sense. And yep. unfortunately, his agility is six. So that's going to be a d20 minus one. Lantern. It could work. So that's a two, so a one total. Not a natural one. Um, uh, so that lit lantern just goes crashing into the ball pit. Okay. Well, I, I, did, I didn't figure that set first. Some of the balls afl- aflame. Okay. Don't worry, you have another one, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, like my starting item and then my random item were both lanterns. Uh, Janesse <laughs> is in the pit, uh, mm-hmm. getting pulled away, but seeing that other people are getting pulled in. Uh, he's going to slash at a tentacle uh, that's pulling. Who got grabbed first? The dwarf? Uh, Lemmy. Lemmy. He's going to slash at the tentacle that's pulling Lemmy. Oh, thank you. Okay. Yeah, man. Teamwork makes the dream work. Dagger. <laughs> For four. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he just kind of, he just kind of slashes, slashes uh, weakly and just uh, it has no effect whatsoever. Okay. The knife uh, just goes slashing through the balls. D. Ah. Flat here has uh, a pair of scissors. Why this game makes a... you suffer the indignity of combat? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, okay. Flat has a pair of scissors and three fine suits that he's brought for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to put on the suit and try to charm the creature. Uh, now, let's see. He'll Fuck. He'll throw the scissors like a dagger as he's yeah. trained all okay. his life to do. Okay. Also aiming for this thing's eye. Nice what, big target. Who he's a plus what, one though on agility. What's Flat's occupation again? He's a haberdasher. <laughs> so this is a haberdasher who What the hell? One of my scissors. That is a seven. Is Ben Cax the minstrel done laughing? Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, he's fine. Okay, he's he's got a dagger. He's just can he like are there tentacles in reach even of the ones not getting stabbed? Or, yeah, uh, sure. There's tentacles, there's tentacles everywhere. Okay, so he's gonna <laughs> he doesn't want to give up his dagger, so he's gonna slash at some tentacles. Oh my god, that's a four. Oh, you guys, I'm, I'm typing oh d twenty right, right? You guys stink, stink okay. so bad. Yeah. Almost through the rotation here. <laughs> uh, Keek say will club at a nearby tentacle. Okay. Well, I'm not going to describe the uh, the action so much here because six. Oh my god! And that leaves our good friend Kiv, who is uh, pulling the rope out. So he's holding the rope, so he's got no attack to make, and he sucks okay. anyway. On to cams. Okay. First thing that happens is number six, the cheesemaker, is going to get up to the edge of the pit and he's going to take his uh, stinky cheese and throw it in the eye of the beast, having seen that the lantern didn't work. Well, it missed. It didn't do it. Like, it didn't even hit the eye. So, and he's going to say, here's cheese in your eye. (laughs) Blessed are the cheesemakers. I feel another goose incident coming. That's a nine. Oh my god. god. That's actually um you know fuck it, I'm gonna allow that. <laughs> That's a big okay, so now it has cheese it has stinky cheese stuck in its eye, I guess. Oh, okay, it's the we'll we'll I'll say uh, that that manages uh one point of stink damage. <laughs> okay. 
And then Five is going to come up next to him and follow that cheese up. He's going to try to put an arrow right in the middle of that cheese, right in the middle of the eye. That was in Prince of Thieves, right? <laughs> yes. Come on, somebody rolled in the double digits here. 13. All right, 13. There's double oh, digits. There uh, 13. Uh, 13 hits. It sinks okay. right through the cheese. How much Four. damage does your arrow do? Oh. One dice six two. does two damage. All right, the creature thrashes wildly in agony. I think you guys shouldn't have knocked over that jester statue. It's cursing our rolls. <laughs> Probably. Let's see here. Three, who was at the rope, is pulling the rope. No, three is three is in the grasp of a tentacle. Oh, three's in the grasp of a tentacle. That's yep. right. Yep. Three, does three have their arm free? Um, yeah, but you're going to be, um, you're going to be uh, rolling a, a D10 instead of a D20. Oh, shit. It's still going to try to club the tentacle, because what else the hell are you going to do? Sure, go for it. Um, so? Oh, how about a D16? That's just one step. It's a tentacle. That's oh, a okay. one to Put hit? Put the 10 back in tentacle. Is that a natural does, does, one? Does a one hit? <laughs> no, it does not. That is a natural one. Natural one. Uh, so that's a fumble on top of everything else. Oh, good. Super. I mean, you have a one in ten chance on a D10. Uh, you're not wearing any armor, so give me a give me a one D4. The fumble table for one. another one. Your incompetent blow makes you the laughing stock of the party, but otherwise causes no damage. <laughs> And we're all there taking a moment to laugh at you. Everyone, everyone can take a, a moment to laugh. Even <laughs> in, in this suckle. moment of grave peril, we can all take time to laugh at three. Listen, I only know this about three. No matter what else happens, that was embarrassing as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I believe you still okay. have enough folks to I have go. three don't? more to go. Yep. Let's see here. My dyer is going to go ahead and try to... If there's a tentacle waving over in their direction, they are going to take a swing with their staff, Absolutely. which is actually plus one to hit. Oh, my God, I can't miss. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's like the best modifier you can get in this game. Yeah, seriously. Well, with a nine. Um, yeah, I'll allow it. OK, it makes it so, makes contact. It makes contact with the tentacle. That's one D four plus one. Does yeah, four damage. Yeah, and the tentacle withdraws back under the balls. Only to be quickly replaced by another one. Is it dead? It's, no, not quite yet. No, there's just it's just all tentacles and balls. It's just like a it's just like a Japanese a Japanese porn nightmare here. Oh god. Uh, I hate this ball pit. The worst this ball is easily the worst one I've ever been in. You've never been to a McDonald's in East Dubuque. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> oh, and there's our title. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number or er, er, I'm sorry, two is gonna go ahead and shout, "Here's strange-looking rock in your eye!" And they're gonna <laughs> take their strange-looking rock and throw it at the eye oh. of the uh, monster. Okay, uh, I like that rock. In agility. Fourteen. Pretty good. That's a one d twenty minus that, two. That is a definite solid. <laughs> that is a definite solid hit. Okay. What's a rock gonna be? We get say the same as a sling. One d four. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. 
Well, this is on top. Like, did I hit the back of the arrow and drive it in deeper? <laughs> you know what? I'll give you. A, I'll give you a plus one for that. Hmm. Yeah, there, there plus is more cheese. cheese. Yeah, the cheese just kind of gets deeper in there. I'll just um, give you a plus one for the arrow. But that's a four. I'll give you four. Four damage on that. Nice. I added okay, a plus one thing, to my roll, but okay. this thing is just like um, just seeping gore and cheese from its eye socket. Oh god! And it's, now it's uh, using all its tentacles to wipe the stuff out of its, its eye, right? Its tentacles are are thrashing about um, much kind of slower and uh, with less enthusiasm and vigor. So I think <laughs> you've you've got it on on the ropes or, or the balls, I should say. But, well, let's uh, see what the armorer can do then. Oh, you still have a guy. Oh I, I have God. I have one left. Okay. The, the armor has... So how far from the edge of the ball pit is the eye? He's pretty much at the center of the pit. So it is probably 10 feet. Oh, well then, yeah. Uh, the armor is going to take a run and a jump and uh, try to hit it in the eye with his hammer. Okay. Ooh. As he shouts, here's hammer in your eye. <laughs> do you want just a what do you do, you, do you, can i just make a 10 foot jump i'm going to say yes i i should think so in the interest of storytelling that's a 19, 19. wow you are rolling great here i mean uh, and that is that's, that's your hammer that's 1d4 uh-huh. plus you know he's driving a rock and some cheese and an arrow deeper in <laughs> Well, there's no rock. There's certainly an arrow. I'll allow a plus one. Wait, the rock, sure. did, the rock didn't stick to the cheese? You're testing me here. It's possible. Four. Four, and I'm allowing you a plus one for the arrow. I, I included the oh. plus one in the roll. Yeah. The uh, Oh, you did? I, I rolled one D4 plus well, one. Well, fuck it. Anyway, okay. <laughs> you You leap from the platform and smash the hammer into the beast's eye and it lets out a terrible guttural roar and just descends back under the balls just gurgling in its death throat and it all it went all back under the balls gurgling gurgling <laughs> oh christ get us, out. get us out of this fucking tent already <laughs> um Yes, so, into the next, next room, the pit of sausages. <laughs> okay, before before we do that, seeing as I think, before we continue here, seeing mm-hmm. as I, I think we can all agree that Cam did really, really well here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, except for everybody points at three again and laughs. Yeah. yeah. yeah now that, that, that the dangerous past. Oh, everybody's yeah. been released from the, the tentacles, okay. too. Yeah. So everybody is free. Okay. Again. I but I, as Thank the you. GM, and as this is my, my carnival, Cam gets to uh, choose a prize from the prize closet. Ooh. So uh, you ro- roll, me a, roll me a D30 there. Does such a you thing said exist? choose. I meant it was an Irish <laughs> prize. <laughs> you say it's an Irish choice. Yes, I don't even know. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> 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 
It's been a dangerous choice. I think I think recording that, yeah, when you don't actually get a choice, it's just randomly selected. That's an yeah. Irish oh, choice. That's an Irish choice. Like, you just kind of take what you're given. Yeah. Here. Okay. You rolled a, a twenty six, but you rolled a twenty six, but I'm going to uh I'm going to give you a, a choice of two things. Okay. You can you can either have a clown nose or sneezing powder. I'm not going to tell you what they do, but take a choice. Then I'll tell <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, I wonder they what do. sneezing powder does. Oh man, is that, I want the is clown that what nose. What you want? I want the clown nose. Okay. I can tell what sneezing powder. I can assume what sneezing powder does. Okay. I have no idea what a clown nose does. When oh, when worn, add it to your add it to your inventory. When worn, the PC gains a dice step on the dice chain on any any attacks against clowns. Ooh. Okay, who am so I So that would mean he'd roll a d24? Is that the next yep. step? That wow. is the human a d24. Damn. That's a really weird dice. Oh yeah, this game uses really weird dice. <laughs> that's, that's another thing about this. That's another thing about this game. It's famous for them. Wait, it, hold it, on. it has Here's here are the dice in DCC. A D3, a D4, a D5, a D6, a D7, a D8, a D10, a D12, a D14, a D16, D20, a D24, and a D30. This is sacrilege. No, you should see these dice. They're awesome. <laughs> that actually physically exist, though. Oh, yeah, they, Discord is really they, easy. They, <laughs> they physically exist. They're awesome. Okay, I got uh, five is going to get the nose. Well, that's and fine. Another thing five is going to do is they are going to say, hey, one, wouldn't you be more comfortable using this short bow and letting me use your hammer? And one's going to be like, okay, that's a good idea. It's so nice when the townspeople get along. <laughs> so you're switching, you're switching weapons here? Yeah, so I can well, actually use my strength modifier instead of my agility modifier and get something. Well, I don't think that's allowed. But, um, well, oh, and then Hunter kills Armorer and takes his gear. Yeah, usually, <laughs> normally, normally the character would have to die in order for that to happen. Oh, okay, yeah. I'll wait for someone to but, die. Then that's know, fine. But the thing is, the thing is, uh-huh. it's it's a fun fair, so have fun. Yeah. Okay, yeah, oh. I'll allow it this time. Can I find my errant scissors and lantern in the pit? A lantern has has probably shattered, yeah, burned yeah. and shattered. But you can have your scissors back. Sure. Yay. Okay. okay, I'll cross okay. off the lantern. Is everyone okay? Everyone okay with Cam switching that weapon thing? Yeah, that's oh, fine. I think, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, hey, is that other treasure glow still down there? That's what or... I was about to ask. Hmm, thank you. Well, yeah, but uh, Rob asked first. So, yeah, oh. Rob, why don't you find out? <laughs> All right. Sorry. This yeah, isn't a show, Cam. You've had enough. You've had enough prizes. And uh, <laughs> look at yeah, me. Okay. Janess is a little gun shy about this thing, but damn it, he was made his way to that almost to that glow before the thing attacked. He's going to try to finish the job. Okay, so um, he goes down, goes down into the uh, under the balls. It's quite musty down there and stinks of cheeks. It writes itself. Edit it out. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, emerges emerges uh, several moments later. Carrying another box covered in glowing gold paint, and this is a, a larger box than the previous one. This one is maybe about maybe about eighteen inches by twelve inches. 
he'll get out of the ladder with the box and then pop it open. Oh, so you said that that uh, Giselle's going. Is it Giselle? Is going. Jeunesse. Jeunesse is going up the ladder at the other end. Uh, or well, I guess wherever the close. Oh, I guess we've okay. got the rope there. Wherever well, the, the, the yeah, ball pit the seems secure. The ball pit okay. seems secure at this point. Seems so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So inside uh, the second box, uh, you find a coin in the shape of a crescent moon. Ooh, moon coin, moon coin, and a magic lantern. Nice. Mm. It's an, an old. It's an old style magic lantern, and it has a. It has a. It has a. Um, a slide with it. A slide? Yeah, you know that slots into the magic lantern. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, we got a moon leans coin. over, and he says, "Hey, what's on that slide, man?" I don't know. You can have the lantern. I want to go put this moon coin in that thing. Janessa is pretty excited about this. Which character of yours is uh, doing this? Brent? Well, are, do we want to go back to that tent with the, the patience. fortune teller? Patience, 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 patience. Uh, I did say that there were three glowing things on. Oh yeah, you've only oh. retrieved two. So, uh, Brent, which of your characters was um, putting the slide in the magic lantern? Oh, Iggy didn't do that. Instead, Iggy would like try to see if he can like hold the slide up to a light. Um, it really kind of needs to go in the lantern. You can't really he can't okay. really discern much. Well, that's where it goes. You slide it into the lantern, and the lantern comes to life and um, projects these images on the uh, the wall of the tent. It tells a story in which you see a, a handsome jester. He appears to be a brilliant juggler and puppeteer and a teller of jokes. As you move along the various images in the slide, you see that he grows in skill and fame and he travels through villages and then towns and then cities. And although he's famous, you can see that he still um, performs for free at orphanages and for the sick and the elderly. And then he, the jester meets a beautiful maiden while on the road in a small village. and They fall in love. And then he requests her hand in marriage on bended knee. And there's a lovely wedding. And he gifts her a beautiful ivory violin that he has made himself. And then the two travel the kingdom together. The wife first assisting and then joining his act, singing and playing her violin before appreciative and often weeping crowds. And then in the final image in the slide, their love only grows over time. And the final scene shows the jester again on bended knee, his ear pressed to his wife's quite pregnant belly. Hmm. Sorry, you know, nothing kills you. <laughs> no. That seems nice. It's just all very nice. Does anybody want to go in after the third glowing thing all the glowing oh, things yeah. have been good so far okay so yeah. you may yeah uh, okay so you make your way is everybody getting in the ball pit at this point or is it no. still <laughs> it's okay i think elfman is elfman's hungry okay so you know elfman elfman gets down there and uh dives in for the uh the last um glow under there and pulls up yet another gold painted box and uh opening it you uh find five gold teeth each worth five gold pieces. Ooh. So mark them on your mark them on your sheet. Will do. And uh, an eye carved from wood. Does anybody have missing teeth? You want to try them? Put them in. I would assume uh, three has some missing teeth. <laughs> They're a vagrant. All right, back to the so, fortune teller. Okay, so you all go up 
the ladder at the far end and um, you uh, assure everyone else that the that the pit is safe and you all cross the pit via the rope, ascend the ladder at the other end and climb back out safely. And then you head back over to the mistress of fate. And as you approach, nothing happens this time. Mm-hmm. She's just sitting there in silence and dark. All right. Janess is excited about this thing. He's going to take that moon coin and put it in the moon coin slot. Okay. And after the coin goes in the slot, the booth lights up and the automaton slowly raises its face to face you. Remember that it says above, ask the mistress of fate. So oh. I guess you just need to uh, ask your uh, question. Uh, okay. Uh, I guess. Uh, hello. Uh, where are the children from our village? Her hand moves stiffly to a tarot card and picks it up. The card instantly bursts into flames, the ashes rising to orbit the crystal ball for several seconds. The crystal ball then begins to glow brightly, and soon a swirl of mist forms inside. Within the mist, a vision begins to form. You see the children in a strange land where everything seems fashioned candy. They play happily in a world of gingerbread houses, candy cane trees, ponds that sparkle like lightly sweetened syrup. They play games while a son with a smiling face hovers overhead, whistling a merry tune. In the distance, on the top of a grassy hill, a large distorted mirror loom. The mirror shimmers softly with a pale blue light. As you watch, a small group of children suddenly vanish. The other children pause for a moment in confusion, then continue laughing and playing. Then the vision fades, the mistress's head slowly droops, and the light goes out again. Well, that was a bust. Uh, (laughs) There's still that big tent, right? Yeah, Janelle, uh, Janess relates all of that to... Uh, the rest of the crew, for what it's worth. It seems like they're pretty happy, except the ones who disappeared. Yeah, Sounds we like some... Uh, but maybe Charlie they went Banks to an even shit. better place. I don't know. Maybe we can go home. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, there was the uh, there's the, the very large tent to the uh, northwest of you, and then there was also... You can also see a a large um, tilt-a-whirl. Oh, yeah, the tilt-a-whirl. So the really big tent, is that our plan? Yep. Or Tilt-A-Whirl. Big tent. Okay. The tent is absolutely massive. Pushing the tent flaps aside, you're nearly blinded by a dazzling rainbow of colors. The pink mist flowing in from outside rises toward color lights, shining through holes in the tent's low wooden ceiling, creating a riot of swirling colors. When your vision finally adjusts to the strange light, you see a large chest at the far end of the tent a golden glow escaping through its seams. The box looks to be at least 150 feet away. Huh. Shall we go toward the box? Yep. All right. Uh, yeah, we will do so. Okay. As you all enter the tent, I need <laughs> all of your characters to make a uh, DC 13 reflex save. Okay. No sweat. If they fail, give me their name. Okay. So no one has died yet, correct? Nope. Uh, That's not right. And 13's the target? Yep. 
Uh, Lemmy, Hal, and Elfman failed the reflex save. Thank you. Sass, okay, too good so far. Dope. Dope. <laughs> dope. And dope. Okay. <laughs> Benkax, Keeksay, Shach, and Kiv all failed. Thanks for these names. <laughs> I thank the random name generator, man. Oh, I put my I hands never, in the hands of I fate. never thank a random name generator. Well, I usually don't, but you know, for Dungeon Crawl Classics, it seems like the way to go, and with no selection involved. Ever since my parents couldn't name me and my siblings said, hey, use the random name generator, <laughs> I've, I've been down on random name generator. Finally, Column's origin story. <laughs> After all this time. The secret has been revealed. One, three, and four fail. Six critically fails. That's fine. Just a fail to fail. The floor suddenly spins violently as if on some unseen axle. Some of you lose your footing, falling into cylindrical holes filled with thick, quick-setting glue that seem to appear out of nowhere. Before you can crawl out of the viscous mucilage, it hardens, holding you fast. Those lucky few who managed to avoid the holes are now prone, and before a word can be uttered, the floor lurches again, simultaneously spinning in a circular motion while springing upwards towards the ceiling. Those held fast are thrust upwards through the holes in the ceiling from which the colored lights emanate. The rest duck quickly to avoid being rammed into the ceiling. The eyes of those lifted up struggle to adjust to the bright flashing lights and their ears are suddenly deafened by screams and cheers of excitement. Welcome to Doomspire! <laughs> <laughs> All along the edge of the platform ceiling, twisted clowns cackle while their toad-like warty tongues snake out to capture pink cotton on sticks. Gazing across the floor, you see the heads and horrified faces of the others in your party also trapped in the glue. Two creatures resembling a sickening cross of man and mole shuffle out of hiding, dressed in colorful costumes. Each wears thick spectacles, giving them a silly visage. They awkwardly hold two-handed mallets. With delighted shrieks, they charge towards you, raising their mallets high, seemingly intent on popping your heads like ripe melon. Molowak. Roll for initiative. Um, yes. Okay. Rolling for everybody or just the people not in glued? Just your team or our teams, I assume? I would say um, you use your mod of of your highest character, as always, and you just, we will still go by by team. 19 for my Ooh, two yes. guys who are not encased. Five. Do we have Iggy, 16? Oh, 16, yep. Okay, unfortunately, the mole men have a surprise attack before initiative order commences. Oh, I bet. Okay. So I have your um, characters just written down here randomly. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven of you. So I'm just gonna wow. roll I'm just gonna roll a G eleven on this thing. This could be bad. This is gonna be number four. Sorry, just four. <laughs> okay. Oh here, not too not too bad. Not too bad, really. Their attack is a two-handed mallet, okay? They're down a step. They're down a dice step due to the weapon size and the weakness of the mole. So they're just going to... They're going to whack number four. Just four. Just four. 
Just four. Names Andy's are important. Number four is three. As a six, does a six hit? A six does not hit. There you go. Excellent. Okay. It was just a straight roll on a D10. Yeah. You couldn't hit. I have an AC of go. 11. There you go. <laughs> you're Sorry, you're, I've been paying attention. You're in, look. Let me make sure here. Yeah, this is, of course, a, a little complicated, as you can imagine. Ooh. And then this one is going to attack Lemmy. And that's just going to be a 1d10. For a 6, does a 6 hit? Nope. Okay. Wow, so they, they both miss. Okay. Rob is up first. Now, let me get this. Let me get this right here. The moles gain one surprise attack before initiative order. Each mole will mm. attack a random glued PC with his action. PCs stuck in glue must try to break their bonds okay. for their entire action, passing okay. a DC 19 strength check. Yeah, I didn't think of yeah, that. All right. The glue will weaken after each success, successive round, modifying the DC to break oh, okay. free by oh, negative cool. three. So, I like this trap. That's a cool... Yeah, I like that. Yeah, well, I'm gonna okay. remember that mechanic a little bit because that might. This is kind of um. Well, this is, and then this thing is operating on two levels here too. Yeah. So, so okay. This is so rough. A strength check, you said. Um. Yeah. Do you just want to do your glued ones first? Is that yeah? Gonna I'm going to do those. I'm just, and I'm just going to roll a real die here. That's a no. A no. Ooh, a twenty for Shate. Oh, excellent. Yes. Natural twenty. Okay, for so you um, whip some glue in one of their moles. He or she, uh, they <laughs> break free and fall to the lower level. Oh shit! Joining those who made their initial saves. Okay, but the other three have failed. Okay, so for Janesse and Flat now downstairs, like what do they see? They're prone. What do they see down here? They just. Uh, like, what does it look like from their perspective? You can make your way to the chest or remain prone and wait out the game above. The game above will end when all those trapped have been killed. <laughs> yeah, it's, it sounds like waiting it out is going to be the way to go. I didn't and really so need to explain that. And and so wait, the floor is still up by the ceiling. Like it's there's just like a narrow crawl space now. Do yes. I have that right? And to it stick says, those guys out. Yes. And it says each round the floor will descend moment momentarily while the ceiling spins randomly because it's a whack-a-mole thing. Right. And each player wishing to make a dash toward each PC wishing to make a dash towards the box mm -hmm. must succeed on a DC twelve agility or suffer da or suffer damage as they're pancaked against the ceiling. And it's a 1d3 damage. Not too bad. Can we low... Yeah, that's enough to kill these guys. <laughs> can this... Can uh, can somebody try to low crawl and not have that risk? No. The risk, the okay. risk is always there. Okay. And could somebody try to help free somebody in the glue? I'm not... Um. Well, you know, it's... I suppose it, it's, you know, I shouldn't... It's not written there, but mm -hmm. that's an idea. So, yes. Yes. Okay. If you um, want, if you want to use, if you want that character to use their action to again attempt a DC nineteen strength check to okay. free up your other party members, Janess is going to try to shake uh, whoever's closest loose. I would assume it would be kind of randomly determined if you want, but here's the roll because it probably won't matter. It does not. A fourteen, a noble effort, and then Flat is going to make a break for that chest. Maybe there's a solution to this problem inside. So you said that's an agility. Yes, 
It is a DC 12 agility. Okay. Hey, Rob. That is a fail. I was going to say make the roll, Rob. I, I did not make the roll. Okay. And that is going to be three damage. Uh-oh. That's Uh-oh. it. Uh-oh. Yeah. First Flat's death, down. first blood. casualty. Ironically named Flat. Is <laughs> pancaked. I told you to make the roll. I, I, <laughs> I, I told you exactly. I wish I if had. you listened to me, thinking. dude, everything would have been fine. Okay. <laughs> so up for grabs if we get out of this. Three fine suits, three empty flasks, and twenty-three <laughs> copper plus a pair of scissors. All right. All right. That's my. That's all my dudes. I believe next up is horribly. Oh, no, it's not. It's Brent. I didn't mean yeah. horribly Brent. I thought it was the mole. Brent. I have a question. Yeah. I have uh, two characters that are currently stuck in glue that have lucky sign guardian angel. Uh, one gets a plus two and one gets a plus zero. Does the one that gets a plus zero, does that matter at all? or What's their look modifier? Zero? Yeah, zero. They have no look. So okay. that just oh, well, it's they got no guy. But the other one. It's irrelevant. Does. Yeah, so Lemmy's got good luck. He's got a guardian angel. Uh, so he's going to make a strength check to escape and what does the, the guardian group? angel do? Uh, same throws to escape traps. Uh, and this is a strength check? It is a DC 19 strength check. Yes. Okay. Holy crap, he makes it out. Let me just like burst his way, like muscle arms out. Somehow. All right. Okay, next. Uh, is going to be Hal. He's also going to try to break out. And he's going to fail. And then Elfman is going to try to break out. And he is also going to fail. And then from there, uh, you said that there is a chest of wondrous items of some yes. kind. I think Marissa and might be able to it make is, it. It's a DC you know, 12. Well, it's 100, you know, it's about 140 feet away from you. Oh. Yeah, but Marissa. Yeah, you can, you can start getting enough. towards it. Yeah, it's a DC yeah. 12. Don't yeah. roll a four. DC like 12 agility. Ah. Oh, Marissa got a nine. Oh, that's a fail. And that's going to be a 1d3 on damage. So I got a one in three chance of surviving. Two. Shit. I did not survive. Marissa, (laughs) the halfling chicken butcher, has been. So there's a chicken up for grabs? There's a chicken and a suit? We can put the chicken in a suit. Nice. Oh, wait, so, it's dead chicken. It's chicken meat, right? You yeah, can put chicken meat in a suit. Oh. That's totally acceptable. Five pounds <laughs> of chicken meat and uh, one day's worth of rations, most Ooh. likely in chicken meat. Chicken jerky. It's a shame it's not one day's worth of rashers. Then... Yeah, that'd be nice. Mm, that'd be good. You could wrap the chicken meat in the rashers. And I think that's going to be good for me. Is rasher just bacon? Yeah, it's just bacon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Eggy and Cam, I don't think they... I think they're going to wait this one out. Or they're going to try to see if it just ends naturally. Okay. Then we are going with the moles. And it is going to be... How many do I have up here now? I have one, two, six, seven, eight, nine. It's going to be a 1d9. Oof. And that's going to be Hal that they're going to take, oh, a, no. they're going to take a swing at. But they kind of suck, though. That's a two. I'm assuming a two does not hit. No, Hal is able to move. Well, no, yeah, they just miss. It's just straight up. Wow, actually, they have to roll a ten in order to hit Hal. I guess. Well, there you go. That's pretty neat. Oh, and then oh, that's that's hitting Hal again, which shouldn't be allowed. So I'll retake it. Okay. Oh, and this is going to be uh, at Kiv and. 
A six. Does a six hit? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> it hit his sinuses. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that one kind of came out of nowhere. Sorry about that. Uh, does a that um, that mole attacked Kiv with a with a six? Does a six hit? Uh, K- oh, Kiv's my guy. I'm sorry, six yeah. is not hit. Okay, good. I'm just okay. disoriented by that massive sneeze. So. <laughs> yeah, that was there a lot was going on. The, okay, that uh, I always Cam, sneeze in threes though. Team Cam is up. Okay, number f- four. I'll go through and do my saves. Um, so number four, and what's the target again? DC 19, 19. strength. Oh, that's a plus one. Uh, four fails. Mm-hmm. Who do I have next? Six. Yep. That's a plus one, two. Fails. Uh, three. One and three, yeah. Uh, that's a fail. And one is a straight roll. Fail. Hey, so they all that fail. Is a fail. Okay, and then your okay. your uh, eyes below. Uh, so that's two and five. I think two will start moving towards the chest. Okay, that's a DC twelve agility. Uh, you know what? No, I take that back. They are going to lay low. Five will start moving towards the chest. Okay, there better be something good in this stand. Someone's got to get it. What was uh, DC twelve? Yeah, eighteen. Okay. Hey. And what is their movement? Their speed is thirty. All right, we're gonna say. We're going to say you're 100 feet away from that chest now. Oh, fuck. Wait, Jeff. Jesus, I have one HP. I, I need to succeed each single time here, guys. Yeah. I have I think, one HP. Dungeon Crawl uh, Classics. Yeah, yep. fuck this chest. Well, we got to get this figured out. Okay, we are back. We're in round two, and Rob's gang are up, and um, they only need—they only need to do to be a uh, 16 strength check. Because the glue okay. is uh, weakening here. Okay, so rolling. Kiv fails. Venkax, 20. Hey, All right. Takes loose. KXA, 20. Jesus. Where was that when I needed it to not die? <laughs> so I only okay. have one guy still glued up. Uh, so the the only so I've got these two guys who are down below. But man, this slamming scening of doom you know i'm gonna also say which which of your characters made that last uh dash for the chest the dead one is flat <laughs> dead never mind i was gonna say yeah, i would flat. allow i would allow the gained ground even though they were damaged but no no they're damaged dead. Yeah, they're damaged uh, dead, I feel. wait which one is flat it's flat the flat, flat one or flat, flat okay. is the flat, flat one dead. yeah and then hilarious who's on first type uh joke yeah so my only one with my only one with an agility bonus remaining is the one who's still stuck i don't know can we just try to keep this here like what happens when everybody's broken maybe that'll end the game if we get everybody out of there yeah that's what i'm thinking okay uh janess and shake uh would like to make rolls to try to free uh some of their still trapped people sure and that was a strength roll again yeah dc 16 Okay. Janess will fail. Venkax gets a 19. 20, actually, with the strength bonus. And who are they going to try and free? Oh, I'm just whoever's nearest him. I assumed you'd just roll randomly, if that's okay. Um, or is it just going to be Kiv? Seems tidy. Kiv was the remaining one. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. So you no longer have anybody up there. Okay, Brent's, Brent's crew are up. Yeah. You got, you got Hal and Elfman stuck in the glue. Yep. Um, 
which is actually not the worst thing in the world. Um, so yeah, we're going to actually safer for... up there. <laughs> <laughs> well, neither of them have an agility uh, bonus, so we're we're not exactly missing anything. Um, I'm going to go roll for Hal first, and he's going to get a 19 on strength. Then oh. Elfman is going to get a nine. So Elfman is still up there. Hal is back Hal down. Is down below. I am not going to commit any more of my uh, any more of my dudes to the uh, to the chest endeavor, much as we may need it. Okay. Um, then Cam is up. You've got one, three, four, and six still glued. Oh, Jesus. Oh, jeez. Okay. So, uh, and it's a. Uh, DC 16 now. Yep. So uh, one uh, is still stuck. Three is still stuck. Four um, is still stuck. Six is still stuck. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> god. Um, I think they like it up there. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, uh, three or no, two will go help. No, they don't. Three is just a walking fucking joke. Uh, two will go help four. If that's okay. Yeah. Minus two. With the and five is kind of out on the line now. I guess all he can really do is try to move closer and hope he doesn't get smushed. Okay, it's a DC twelve agility. We're all pulling for you. Here we go, guys. I like you know, eleven. Hey, wait a minute. An eleven isn't luck. the most impossible. Oh Jesus! Oh, what? That's a critical oh, failure. I have one HP. Uh, should I even? Uh, uh, there's no sense in rolling. It's going to be a one for sure, at least. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Unfortunately, five is five is pancaked. He had the nose, guys. Oh, he had the nose. <laughs> Yep. I forgot. I forgot. I actually skipped. I skipped my mole's turn there. I was kind of wondering what was going on there, but I figured I was. I was uh, being less attentive than everybody else. Oh, I am going to roll for the mole for obvious reasons. There's only five guys up there now. Listen, there's just the one brain cell between the four of us. So this is this is coming at number four or just four, and that's five. That's a five. Does a five hit? Five certainly does not hit. All right. And then, oh, and this is going to be Elfman. Okay. For 10. Does a 10 hit? 10 hits Elfman, but he might survive. Oh. He's hardy as fuck. Yeah. That is going to do five, five oh, damage. Shit. He's still alive. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Eat some jelly beans. <laughs> yeah. I plan on it. As soon as Elfman gets out of this, he's going to scrap some jelly beans, my guy. I didn't think I would, but I, I think I am starting to get attached to Elfman a little bit. Yeah, that's got how one it whole goes. hit point left. Okay, I believe I do, Rob, actually. Rob is up. You have Both everybody. Everybody's mm. down below. All right. Fuck. Uh, I was thinking of trying to make yet another break for the chest, but I, I think that's uh, madness. I think they're going to try to help break the remaining guys free and see if that stops this madness. I, we're all just making strength rolls to try to free somebody up top here. Fail. I don't know what the target is this turn, but that was a fail for sure. A thirteen. A oh, a thirteen will work because this is the next round. You need to be. Yeah. You need to be the thirteen. Okay, I was very close on a couple others, so only one success there. 
Okay, one success. Uh, I'll take the highest numbered one remaining up there. The highest numbered one remaining up there is going to be number six. Ha <laughs> ha, six. Thank you, sir. That is That's also all my dudes. literally and figuratively the highest numbered one up there. So, okay. And then Brent? Okay. Uh, Elfman is still alive somehow, and he's going to try to make this uh, 13 on the strength to... He's going to fail. Um, wow. So I've got four other bodies that are down here. Can they all try to make strength saving throws to get Elfman out since he got clobbered, but he's still conscious? Sure. Sure. Okay. Iggy. No. Lemmy. No. Cam. No. Come on, Hal. You've got the plus one. He rolled a 19. All right. Hal's, so El- Hal's got the goods. So Elfman is free? Yeah. Okay, and he already used his action this turn. All right. Okay, are we back to the malls? I think so. so. And all we've got up there is... Um, One, Cam's, three, and four. Cam's guys. Okay, it's going for three. AC 10. Oh, well, why am I even bothering? Come on, I've already done this. You could match it. Uh, it's going to go for number four. Okay, it can't hit four. It's an AC 11. Oh, okay. Well, let's leave it at that then. Okay, and then we are back to Cam. Okay. 11. So what are you attempting 18. To do? Okay, three is free. Oh, okay. And then number four. 16. Four is free. So the only one left up there is number one. All right. Um, And number two has... Well... What the hell? They'll make it go at the chest. They have some HPs. So that's an agility. You see 12 agility. Minus 2. Fails. <sighs> okay. Damage of... Whoops. None. No. Well said. One. Of 2. That's fine. Well, I mean, it's not All fine. Right. But... <laughs> You're not dead? I'm not dead. Okay, we are back. We're back to Rob, and um, right. if you want to rescue one, we, he just needs a uh, DC strength of ten at this point. Okay, here comes Ben Cax, the minstrel, who is strangely my strongest character, <laughs> with a twenty. All Ooh. right, thank you, sir. Okay, you pulled two of my guys out of the water. I appreciate it. Yeah, as one, as one fall as one falls through, you see. Um, the furious faces of the mole man look through the remaining holes above you, and the floor elevates above, and then it begins to um, start spinning again and begins to make another descent towards you. But it's slower this time. So we're, go- we're going back. We're, who, who is uh, up? I believe Rob is still up. Yeah. Okay, so... You are now. You now have an unobstructed. It's well above you at this point. The ceiling is well. The ceiling above is you. well above us. Yes, you okay. can stand. You can stand completely upright. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Keekse now is gonna uh, start sprinting for that chest. Or can we just go back out of here? Is the or did the door slam shut behind us? I don't remember. Uh, it'll just hurl you back into it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. Kikse is going to make a break for that chest because now it's not slamming up and down quickly, is what nope. I'm hearing you say. Okay. Nope. 
He's going for it. Okay. Uh, he left his pony outside. Can we say he left his <laughs> pony outside? <laughs> okay. Otherwise, it's dead. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say fuck it. But you know, you make it to the glowing chest. Okay. And as you get there, you see that the glowing chest is actually a control box fit with a lever. Oh god damn it! <laughs> Are you okay. kidding me? Five well, tried, you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, we all tried with somebody. Okay. Um, is it obvious in its design? Like, if I do this lever, it stops it? Is there, or do I have to try to discern what it does? No, it's, it's pretty obvious with its okay. design. I'm going to up the speed uh, of the spin <laughs> and the slamming. No, um, I will try to make everything stop. Okay, you pull the lever and everything stops. Ending the game. You hear furious boos and hisses and moans and groans above you. Suck it, moles. Through the gaps above, you can see the clowns and mole men above pouring out of the tent through a flap onto a ladder now that their game is over. Are they coming down into the room with us or out into the mist? Oh, no, no. They're just going out into the mist. Okay. They're paying no attention to you whatsoever. <laughs> and Six Open says, you guys are lucky I don't have any stinky cheese. And he shakes his fist <laughs> at them. Now, um, can I have... Um, each of you make a luck roll with your uh, with your best uh, luck modifier. Of zero. The, yeah, I think Lemmy my best is a lucky is motherfucker. Wait, plus two. Is this only among surviving? Ooh. Yes. <laughs> I, I, know, I know. 17. Because my I, I best luck to, was my I dead to guy. Play that one in our oh. last game. <laughs> Flat's luck has left him, but come to us. No, uh, 17, though. Two. Oh, you get it. Oh, you got a, you got a seventeen. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. So, Rob, your character, one of your characters, um, Ben Cax, the minstrel. You spot a golden glow coming from one of the glue-filled holes in the floor, and you find the glow Ooh, emanates from a chest lying hidden at the bottom. Ooh. And taking out the chest, you see a black box trimmed with silver. That holds a strange key. It's um, key is like it's uh, made out of hollow blown glass, and the bow of it is like a palm-sized globe. And it's it, a seems, pipe. it seems to contain a beating black heart that circulates this black, demonic-looking blood throughout the key. It's huh. like some sort of little bong thing. <laughs> you also find a small sack containing five onyx stones worth 75 gold pieces. Jeez. I'll keep and, note of it. We can split it up if we start And ahead. your favorite, a half moon coin. Ooh. Ooh, maybe we can go ask her another question. I bet we can. Does anybody have a question? All right. This key seems important. Let's hang on to that. I think I know, I know what question to ask the, uh, the fortune teller. You go back to the, to, um, the Mistress of Fate. Mm -hmm. And do you put the moon coin in the slot? Yes. Who's doing it? Who said they had a question to ask? Iggy. Okay. Ask it for more wishes. <laughs> How do we get to where the children are? Oh, okay. Mm. Getting all crafty. The light comes on in the booth and her hand moves stiffly to a tarot card. The card bursts into flame and the ashes rise to orbit the crystal ball. The crystal ball then begins to glow and a swirl of mist forms inside. As you stare within the globe, you see that you are flying high above the carnival, seemingly transformed into a bird. 
By the light of the moon, you can survey the many tents and alleyways of the carnival. The vision soon fades, replaced by four strange, arcane-looking glass keys. They each seem to be the size of a dagger and fashioned from blown glass. And the vision fades, and the mistress of fate shuts down again. So we just need to find four of these glass keys and turn into birds? So it seems like it. Does anybody know how well, to turn into a bird? Not yet. Let's, yeah, let, first bridge. <laughs> do you think, uh, <laughs> do you think we well, overlooked some? Well, there's still, we haven't been into the Tilt-A-Whirl. Uh, well, I'm doubting there's four in one place and there are four locations we discerned when we came in. Oh, you can, um, from where you're standing now, you can, you can sort of make out, um, the shapes of other tents in the distance. With with our with our bird's eye view that we had a second ago, did we see anything that looked like a place a key would be? <laughs> oh, I think I think they could be hidden anywhere. Okay, well then, yeah, I guess we'll we'll go on a key hunt and make sure we're thoroughly flipping rooms when we can. And uh, I'm kind of curious about that tilt a whirl. I guess. Yeah, sounds dangerous. Well, I mean, we're in the middle of a pink mist clown murder mystery. <laughs> Things are dangerous. Mm-hmm.